0: Dobordan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 7th of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Thursday, the 2nd, members of the Serbian parliament from both the ruling Serbian Progressive Party, or SNS, and the opposition came into physical conflict during a debate about the Franco German proposal to resolve Serbia Kosovo relations. During Vucic's speech, some opposition MPs were holding up banners reading, No to capitulation, treason, and, Vucic, you betrayed Kosovo, end quote, referring to his meetings about the Franco-German proposal. The Franco-German proposal is a European proposal that aims to resolve Serbia-Kosovo relations where both sides are required to develop normal, good neighborly relations with each other, among other things. The atmosphere then worsened during the discussion about the Franco-German plan itself. The opposition accused Vucic of negotiating about a plan that has not been made public. Speaking of Kosovo, The U.S. Embassy in Pristina held a meeting on Tuesday the 31st with political and civil society representatives of Kosovo Albanians and Serbs to discuss the association of Serb-majority municipalities. These municipalities are a proposed body to represent the minority Serb population in Kosovo. The meeting ended with no solution after more than two hours of discussion that was closed to the public. Milika Andric Rakic from the North Mitrovica-based NGO New Social Initiative said after Tuesday's meeting that the Association of Serb-Majority Municipalities, the services it would provide, and how it would fit into Kosovo's system were among the main topics. The meeting was scheduled amid a U.S. and E.U. joint diplomatic offensive to convince Serbia and Kosovo to accept the Franco-German plan. Amid the Kosovo-Serbia tensions, students of the University of Pristina in Kosovo scheduled a protest against the formation of the Association of Serb-Majority Municipalities. These students stated that Serbia is violating Kosovo's sovereignty and territorial integrity 24 years after the end of the Kosovo-Serbia War and 15 years after Kosovo's declaration of independence. They added that the association of municipalities with a Serbian majority does not mean more rights for the Serbian community, but a greater influence of Serbia on the territory of Kosovo. In a statement published on their Facebook, the student parliament of the University of Pristina announced that the protest will take place on the 15th of February. On January the 16th, Kosovo's government decided to approve the expropriation of property for infrastructure projects of public interest in the Serb-majority north, despite locals protesting earlier that day. On Wednesday the 2nd, Belgrade-backed Kosovo Serb party Serbian List said on Facebook that the party leader, Goran Rakic, had sent a letter of protest to the ambassadors of the U.S., U.K., among other countries. Serbian List deemed Kosovo's decision illegal, stating that Kosovo was stealing Serbian land from Serbian people. The spokesperson of the EU Office for Kosovo, Nikola Gaun, told local media outlet Kosovo Press that by law in Kosovo, the process of expropriation requires a period for public consultation and an opportunity for citizens to oppose it before any expropriation decision becomes final. In other news... Rent prices in Serbia have massively risen due to the large influx of Russian and Ukrainian citizens, pressuring many locals to either pay far more in rent or vacate the apartments they had been renting. The practice that some longtime renters have dubbed war profiteering has even resulted in landlords asking for double the rent in some cases. Filip Vrboski from the real estate agency Giant said that the rent prices had gone up 100% with a 64-square-meter, one-bedroom apartment in New Belgrade now being rented at $700 per month, compared to just $350 last year. Though there has been a slight decrease in the number of Ukrainians and Russians in Serbia, apartment owners do not want to lower rents, as they are expecting another wave of immigrants that are wealthier than locals. Following the start of the Russia-Ukraine war, 170 medical students who were studying in Ukraine have moved to Niš in order to continue their studies. The reasons why all these students chose the University of Niche were predominantly the ability to continue their studies from the year they left off in Ukraine, but also the low cost of living by the foreigner's standards and warmer winters compared to Ukraine. The annual fees for foreign students studying medicine at the University of Niche are around $6,000. At present, 268 students from foreign countries are registered at the university. Moving on, the watchdog organization Transparency International, or TI, published on Tuesday the 31st that five Balkan countries, including Serbia, got their worst corruption scores in the last 10 years. The countries are scored from zero, which means highly corrupted, to 100, which means very clean. Lidia Prokic, TI Regional Coordinator for Eastern and Southeast Europe, said the average global perceptions corruption index, or CPI, score for the Western Balkans was 38, which is less than the global average of 43 and far less than the EU average of 66. Prokic said that an enormous number of CEOs in the state-owned enterprises are kept in their acting mandates for extended periods of time. She added that these CEOs have decisive roles in how these enterprises use their funds, which raises serious concerns and is a serious risk of corruption. Now, on to some health updates. About 4,300 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 20 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the number of confirmed cases has increased by 500. However, the mortality rate has decreased by 10. On Wednesday the 1st, the Sephardic Cemetery in Belgrade was vandalized for the second time in two years with anti-Semitic graffiti, according to the city's Jewish community. The graffiti included a crossed-out Star of David and a swastika spray painted in blue on the gates of the cemetery. Belgrade's Sephardic and Ashkenazi cemeteries are the only Jewish places of burial still in operation in Serbia. The cemetery was previously vandalized in November 2021, and it was left with smashed windows and an axe on the floor. Rabbi Minahim Marhulin, the chair of the European Jewish Association, called for the government to condemn the attack and to open an investigation. Speaking of anti-Semitism, more than a dozen supporters of the neo-Nazi group Zentropa Serbia gathered on Saturday the 4th in the center of Belgrade on the occasion of the anniversary of the death of Milan Nidic, the president of the Quisling government during the Nazi occupation in World War II. Two days before the gathering, the non-governmental Youth Initiative for Human Rights called on the police to ban the gathering of neo-Nazis and the Serbian government to clearly condemn gatherings that spread hatred. The police, however, never responded, but they were present at the gathering, ensuring people were safe. As the head of the collaborationist government, Nidic bears responsibility for cooperation with Nazi Germany and participation in the Holocaust, murders, and persecution of anti-fascists and other serious crimes. Now, onto to some environmental news. Serbia announced its decision to turn to ecologically prosperous hydrogen as its leading source of energy, because it currently produces two-thirds of its energy from coal, which is a major polluter. Pranemir Jovanovic from the Vienna Institute for International Economic Studies said that by investing in green hydrogen, Serbia would reduce energy dependence on Russia, reduce the use of coal, and increase energy production from renewable sources such as wind and sun. Serbia buys natural gas for heating and industry from Russia. The oil derivatives market is dominated by the company Oil Industry of Serbia, or NIS, which is majority owned by the Russian companies Gazpromneft and Gazprom. An orange weather alert, which indicates dangerous weather, is in effect in Serbia. Gale-force winds and snowstorms closed roads and left more than 25,000 households in Serbia without power on Sunday the 5th. More than 250 kilometers of local roads in southeastern Serbia were closed due to snowdrifts reaching two meters. Meteorologists have warned that freezing temperatures and snowstorms across the Balkans will continue in the days to come. And that's it for this week. Guess what? We have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to the substack. Do dalian jeg